1: Opinions expressed in the following program may not reflect those of Salem Media of Colorado or its sponsors. This is Life in Colorado, a radio news magazine about the issues, events, and the unique life we live in the Centennial State.
2: Keep on trying till I reach my highest
1: ground. Life in Colorado.
0: week we're going to spotlight Alzheimer's and our guest is going to be Charles Fuscello Jr. He's the CEO of the Alzheimer's Foundation of America. In addition to all of the work they do, they have a national tour that he's going to tell you about It's going to be coming to the Denver area next week. Hello Charles, thank you so much for joining us
3: thanks so much for having me on
0: and we appreciate you taking the time i know this is probably a a busy time of year for you with the national tour going on um could we start with just some basics Uh, how are you affiliated with the alzheimer's foundation not just being the ceo but how did you how did you jump on the bandwagon how did you get involved
3: well i just completed my fifth year prior to this i was a, a state senator from new york and um you know, uh, covered so many health issues and so many personal connections and family and friends to this disease that when I was asked to uh, leave the Senate and come on as the president and CEO, I jumped at the opportunity because I thought it would be an extraordinary cause where I could take my public and community service on a national level and help, you know, millions and millions of people that are suffering from this disease.
0: Okay. And, and what is the formalized definition of Alzheimer's?
3: Alzheimer's disease is a progressive brain disorder that impacts an individual's thinking, language, and memory skills and their ability to carry out some simple task. It's the most common form of dementia, although dementia itself is not a disease, but it is a combination of symptoms that affect uh, millions and millions of people. And Currently, in the United States, there are more than 5 million people living with Alzheimer's disease.
0: And, and I see that the the first uh, formal diagnosis was back in 1906.
3: Is yeah, it was the early 1900s. It was a German scientist who had presented a case of a of a woman uh, to a medical uh, symposium who was suffering from memory loss and the inability to carry out simple tasks. was she had a cognitive impairment, and his name was Dr. Alzheimer's.
0: And what steps? I mean, I've I've gone to your website so I can kind of. See what, what steps and the progress that we've made, but but in your mind, in your eyes, since 1906, what steps and what progress have we made?
3: Well, there's obviously greater recognition. The healthcare providers, clinicians, are better educated uh, how to diagnose. Um, you know, in the last couple decades, there's been uh, medication for uh, to slow down the progression, um, but there's no cure. And researchers, there's approximately 2,000 trials going on right now for a cure and for better research, so we hold hope out one day that there will be a cure to this disease.
0: We know that there's no cure, but I see that there are, um, I'm sorry, digging around in your website once again, all up in your business,
3: Sure.
0: but there are treatments and and various resources available, not just for those who are suffering from the disease, but those who are also caring for those with the disease. Can you you tell us a little bit about uh, what you all have uh, available at the Alzheimer's Foundation?
3: Alzheimer's Foundation of America. So we're, we're all about care, education, and research. We, we, we were founded by a caregiver, Mr. Bert Brodsky, who's the chairman of our board. Back in the 80s and 90s, he was caring for his mom, and there was no place to turn to for guidance, counseling, and support. And back then, there was a tremendous stigma attached to this disease. Nobody talked about it. You know, they kept their loved ones, um, you know, in their houses. And now, you know, Mr. Brodsky wanted to ensure that nobody goes on this journey alone and wants to make sure that people had a place to turn to for guidance and support. And that's what we're primarily about. We have a uh, helpline that's open seven days a week that's staffed by licensed social workers. And if somebody is concerned about their memory, if somebody is concerned about a loved one, I always encourage people to pick up the phone and talk to one of our, our social workers to find out the services that are available to care to make sure that you as a caregiver have the tools that are necessary to care for a loved one and avoid caregiver burnout.
0: And that hotline number is 866-232-8484. Once again, that's 1-866-232-8484. You all are doing something pretty innovative right now. You have an Educating America National Tour. Could you tell us about that?
3: Yeah, you know, we started this two years ago, and uh, it was our fifteenth anniversary. We're now into our seventeenth year here at AFA, and to celebrate our anniversary, we wanted to uh, do an Educating America tour to ensure that individuals had the right information. So we kicked it off two years ago, and the tour is uh, provides those that attend the conference information regarding Alzheimer's disease, brain health, and dementia caregiving. All our conferences are free, open to the participants. But it gives you the opportunity to interact with Alzheimer's experts, ask questions, network, obtain a free memory screening, but also know in your own community where the services are that you may need.
0: And that tour is coming to Denver on March 14th.
3: Yeah, we're excited about that. We're going to be in Colorado. We're going to be in Denver at the Hilton Denver City Center on March 14th. The conference kicks off at 9 a.m. That's when registration is. There's a continental breakfast. Uh, there's a welcome, a little education about the Alzheimer's Foundation of America. And then Dr. Denboer, who's a licensed psychologist, he's the founder of Smart Brain Aging, is our keynote speaker. He's going to be talking about healthy brain, healthy wellness, but unraveling Alzheimer's disease. Then we go right into the next workshop, which is from Diagnosis to Care, forming your care partner. There's free memory, memory screenings during the entire conference And then we conclude with preserving functional ability. The conference is free. The conference provides individuals with education. It empowers them to know what to look for the signs, whether in yourself or a loved one. I encourage people to come. If anybody wants to register or just show up, they can call our office at 866-232-8484.
0: Okay, that's a lot of good information, and we definitely want to make sure that we get folks to come down on March the 14th. Let's take a quick break, and then we will come right back.
1: You're a successful sales pro. You're making good money. So what's missing? Do you need something bigger than commissions? Salem Media Group in Denver is seeking an integrated marketing consultant who shares our sense of mission and wants to grow with a great company. We need an experienced, uncompromising self-starter who understands selling, marketing, and ad strategies for digital and broadcast. Join our team and fuel that fire in your belly as you work with existing clients and develop new business in the Denver Metro. Go to salemmedia.com slash careers for more.
2: Life in Colorado.
1: Life in Colorado is
2: Life in Colorado to me.
3: You want to let us know what you think of the show? Do you have a group or an issue you want us to cover? Or maybe a comment to let us know you're listening. Drop us a line at life in Colorado at Salemdenver.com. That's life in Colorado at Salemdenver.com.
0: Thank you so much for staying with us. We are back. We are speaking about Alzheimer's and an event that's happening here in Denver on March the 14th. And what is a memory screening?
3: Memory screening is a, is a cognitive test. It's a series of, of questions and, and, and skills, uh, tasks. It's uh, 10 minutes, it's free, and it's confidential. And it's, you know, as we go every year to our doctor and we get a checkup, we're saying from the neck up, let's get a checkup. So we check your brain. And if you score below a baseline of a score, we recommend you go see your primary care physician for further testing. If not, we hope to see you in six months or a year. But people have to understand, Maria, that not, not all memory loss is attributed to Alzheimer's. You could have a thyroid deficiency a vitamin deficiency. You could be suffering from depression, have sleep apnea. All are treatable, if not correctable, but you'll never know unless you take a memory screening or go see your, your doctor with concerns about your memory.
0: In the, the beginning of our talk, you mentioned that Alzheimer's has, has been a a situation in, in your personal life, do you mean as far as your friends or family members or do you mean just your, your affiliation, do you experience some of the caregivers? Exactly, pain?
3: exactly family and friends, I've witnessed uh, friends uh, lose their mom, uh, one particular very close friend of mine suffered, the mother had it for 11 years, right now my uncle is uh, living with dementia and I see the toll it has taken on his family as caregivers and we've tried to provide them with as much services and education as we can with all the people we help. But uh, there are some personal connections to me, and it's a devastating disease. And I always thank God and, and, and that Mr. Brotsky had founded AFA because people need support services. You know, in your state alone, there are more than 71,000 people living with Alzheimer's disease, and that's expected to increase to more than 100,000 by 2025. So you see how important the services are to people, and the education is as well.
0: And it seems like over the last I don't know decade or so maybe on the national level as far as funding there have been some kind of stepping up of the game on the, the federal end. Is that correct? I, I believe about four hundred million increase?
3: Well that was that was the increase uh in this year's budget. So now for the first time the dollars that are available for research are over two billion dollars through uh, the NIH, National Institute of Health. And, you know, it's something that we encourage every year, uh, increase in fundings because it's so important that one day we find a cure, but we also find, in the meantime, better treatment to deal with this disease.
0: And uh, we are speaking with Charles Fuscello. Uh, he is the CEO of the Alzheimer's Foundation of America. Uh, we'll continue to speak with Charles in just one moment. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say. And we're back. Uh, We're speaking with Charles Fuscello. He is with the Alzheimer's Foundation of America. And and what are some of the the stories that you hear from from caregivers as they're they're out there caring for loved ones? Do they feel alone? Do they they know that they have support? Uh, What are things like from their view?
3: A combination of everything you just said, there is a feeling of alone, there is a, there are support, but when individuals call our helpline, one of the first things we do is encourage team building. We we tell them how to build a team uh, as they go along this journey because you can't do it alone. You need to have support of your family, of your friends to make sure that you avoid caregiver burnout, because if you burn out, you're really no good to the one you're trying to care for. So we provide the techniques, the best practices that are important for caregivers.
0: So uh, some support groups available as well, is that correct?
3: There are support groups. We have telephone support groups. We have in-person support groups. We have uh, webinar support groups. It's so critically important that uh, people reach out, people seek help, because you can't do this alone. You know, we, we encourage people to, to, uh, to manage stress. And, and, you know, and you mentioned our website, which is ALZFDN.org. You know, and, and one of the there's 10 tips for managing stress, and it's so critically important that you read this and you try to achieve all 10 uh, to avoid caregiver burnout
0: looking at the uh, the agenda for the 14th the uh, the event that's going on at uh, the Denver City Center I see that you you start out with your your basic welcome but here's here's one that kind of caught me a little bit off guard unraveling Alzheimer's disease? What is that particular workshop going to be about?
3: Yeah, so that workshop is about the current state of Alzheimer's research throughout this country. What, you know, we go back to basics as we started this interview. What is Alzheimer's? You know, we want to make sure that people have, you know, an an idea of what the disease means and and an understanding that Alzheimer's itself um, is not a normal part of aging. You know, people think that, but Marie, we deal with so many families uh, throughout this country where their loved ones are in their 30s or 40s. So people have to understand that this is not a normal part of aging. And if you see something in a loved one or a friend where their moods have changed and they're forgetting things constantly, it's, it's the point to have that discussion. Seek out the Alzheimer's Foundation of America's helpline. Find out the facts. Find out the figures. Find out what you need to do. And that's what the, uh, the keynote speaker is going to be talking about.
0: And then after that, you move along to uh, from diagnosis to care, forming your care partner team. And I, I think that's actually what you were touching on a, a little bit earlier. But, but could you formalize that idea for us, your care partner team?
3: You know, we always encourage individuals to have an understanding that you can't do this alone. And you need to build a team. You need to build a team and have a greater understanding of what this disease is all about. You know, you're, you're not alone. You know, one of the um, things that we always like to say is we speak for those who can't. You're not alone. There are programs. There are services. There are home care programs. There are adult daycare programs. There are, there are respite programs. There are caregiver relief programs all over the country. Alzheimer's Foundation of America has a network of more than 2,300 offices that can provide the services anywhere in this country that will lend support and allow you to, to be part of a care partner team.
0: And uh, looking at the the tour, of course, you're going to be in Denver on the 14th. Also, you'll be uh, in Nevada, actually, before us, Tempe, Arizona, Nashville, New York, Portland, Seattle, Minneapolis. So basically all over the country spreading your message.
3: Yeah, that, this is part of what we do, Educating America. We also have a lecture series, which is from A to Z, Understanding Alzheimer's, that will be in different locations throughout the country as well. So we try to make sure that, you know, we, we, we grasp from the West Coast to the East Coast, North to, th- North to South, that we provide the education and resources that are necessary. It's about awareness. It's letting people know that there are places to turn to for help.
0: Again, there is that 800 number, uh, 1-866-232-8484. Once again, 866-232-8484. Now, we've talked about how you personally have become affiliated with the disease and why you're helping it and why you feel it's important. But just speaking to the average person who may not yet have an older parent or or aunt or uncle who's experiencing this, what can you say to that person who's like, oh, Alzheimer's, that, that doesn't matter to me. That doesn't affect me. That doesn't have anything to do with me or mine. What would you say to someone whose perspective was that?
3: Be proactive about your own brain health. It's important that you remember what you put in your body affects your brain as well, not just your body. And that uh, we've talked, you know, throughout as, as children, we we hear, you know, eat right, uh, exercise, uh, don't smoke, stay active, learn learn new hobbies that that exercise your brain, you know, uh, watch your medication that you're taking. Uh, as I said, you know, uh, stop smoking, limit your alcohol. You know, social interaction is so critically important. So while while you're working your body, you have to ensure that you're exercising your brain as well and uh it's so critically important that individuals take a proactive approach about their brain health
0: and while skimming through your website i actually saw an, another uh, recurring workshop the care connection coffee talks
3: yeah. yeah we're excited about all all the services that we provide You know, we do coffee talks uh, in person. We do coffee talks as as part of our caregiving support groups. You know, it's all about education. It's all about awareness. And uh, that's everything we do, regardless of how we do it. Uh, We have so many different avenues, Maria, where we provide education and support.
0: So it's just more about letting people know, yes, there is support for you. And as you mentioned previously, no, you're not alone.
3: You're not alone, and, and you know what? It, all it is is a matter of if you have any concern about your memory, about your cognitive state, about or about a loved one, if you see a change in yourself or a loved one, pick up the phone. It's free, it's confidential, and uh, it's our helpline, 866-232-8484, or go to our website at alzfdn.org. But I have to encourage everybody who's listening to come to the conference. That's critically important. We want to ensure that on March 15th, we have a packed house. People walk away fully educated and empowered.
0: And to me, and, and I could be wrong, it could just be me assuming, but it is one of the, the kind of barriers to, to educating people, whether they're willing to, to stand up and say, hey, I have this problem, hey, I have a family member who has this problem, how do, how do we break through that stigma?
3: That's a major problem, and it's something that this, we've faced uh, for years, that people are reluctant to recognize that somebody has changed, and they oh, and I hear it over and over. Oh, they're just getting older. Well, I said before during our interview that it, Alzheimer's is not a normal part of aging. If you experience you know, some changes in your own behavior or a loved one, don't wait, because you know, six months later, than Maria, they're going to pick up the phone or call a helpline. Once you see it, uh, make the phone call. Again, they're confidential, they're free, and it will provide you with the information and answers to the questions you may have.
0: All right. So don't be embarrassed. Just speak up and get help. And, and also, like you said, the, the hotline is confidential. So, I mean, that that's a good thing as well.
3: It is because nobody's going to know that you're calling. We're not keeping records. You know, you could call from your car, whatever's, whatever is good for you in the privacy of your own home or wherever you are. Um, it's an important call, and it's something that's critically important. But it does exactly what you had said before. It breaks the stigma down uh, that's associated with this disease.
0: Okay, and the event is on Thursday, uh, March the 14th. That's going to be at 9 a.m. at the Hilton Denver City Center. And you can definitely go to the website to go ahead and pre-register. but um, they will be available to talk to you and, and sit down with you and help you with whatever you need.
3: Sure, absolutely, and if you don't want to go to the website, just show up. We, you know, we'd love to have a pack house. We'd love to provide you with the services, but also a free memory screening as well. That is confidential too. Okay. Uh, sure.
0: I believe we had a Caregivers Month back in October, and we had a member of the Alzheimer's Foundation of Colorado come in, and and she talked about not only just the individual suffering from the disease, but caregivers and how they need to take a couple steps back. And remember to take care of themselves. Uh, do you have any thoughts on that?
3: Absolutely, and that's part of the discussion that's going to be at our conference on on March fourteenth. But there are tips to manage stress. You have to maintain a positive attitude. Acceptance is a key. You know, control how you react and adjust to the changes of the one you're caring for. Uh, take time out and relax. Take a take a breath. Take a deep breath. Uh, exercise because you need to reduce stress. Uh, realize that. You can only uh, face this challenge one day at a time. Sleep is so critically important. At, try to get a good night's sleep, uh, eat a balanced meal, and set re- realistic goals and go slow because you can't do it all in one day. When somebody is suffering from Alzheimer's disease, it could be a very long journey. But at the conference, we're going we're to be discussing how to form your care partner team, and part of that is how to take care of yourself as well.
0: Okay. Uh, Thank you so much for joining us, Charles. We appreciate your information, and we'll see you on the 14th.
3: Thanks so much for having me on.
2: If there's one thing in my life that's missing It's the time that I spend alone Sailing on the cool and bright clear water of those friendly people are showing me ways to go But I never want to lose their inspiration Time for a cool change I know that it's time for a cool change So pre I know that it's time For a cool change Well I was born in the sign of water And it's there that I feel my best The albatross and the whales They are my brothers Kind of a special feeling When you're out on the sea alone Staring at the full moon Like a lover It's the time that I spend alone, sailing on the cool and bright clear water. It's kind of a special feeling, out on the sea alone, staring at the full moon like a love.
0: For our show this week, we were speaking with Charles Fushello, Jr. He is the CEO of the Alzheimer's Foundation of America. My name is Maria Oliver, and this is Life in Colorado.
1: If you have questions or comments about today's program, please call 303-750-5687. Life in Colorado is a public affairs presentation of Salem Media of Colorado.